everybody welcome back to negro please radio i'm your host chris allen how's everybody doing this beautiful friday morning man it is uh officially fall and i'm happy man what is today september 24th yeah we are what two days in the fall happy fall everybody i love fall it's my favorite time of year don't get me wrong i love summertime i, I think it's cool but uh, I like to dress in layers. I like to see all the leaves change colors. Uh, I like the I like fog weather. I'm sorry, man. I love this time of year. It's, we're moving into the holiday season. I'm excited about that. The the older I get, the more sentimental I I I, I get. Um, so I, I love this time of year. Thanksgiving, Christmas. My son loves it, and uh, it just it just takes me back, man. It takes me back. Oh, sorry. Ooh, man. Um, yeah, uh, my niece turned six years old. Happy birthday, Madison. A lot of birthdays. Janelle James had a birthday. My buddy Alex had a birthday. Um, my sisters had a birthday. <laughs> a bunch of people had birthdays in the last couple of days. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I think I fucked my shoulder up again. I had, I had uh, surgery on it a few years ago and it's not feeling good, man. So, um, We'll see. Best believe, if I need a surgery again, I didn't get shit from the VA for it the first time, I'm going to get something the second. If I get to 100% disability, it's over, man. I'm balling on all y'all. If I get there, it's over. 33 grand a month tax-free just from that? What? Get out of here. I have a dope-ass house. But uh, I digress. Um, I got some stuff I want to talk about. I, I, it never stops. It never stops with the bullshit. But this this is this one is interesting. I can't wait to talk about it. Um my opinion probably will not be popular, which sometimes is cool when other other times it's it's not. You know, it, it's a lot of like speak your mind, tell your truth. And then when you did, you're like, hey man, they're like, shut up, man. What are you doing, man? We like free speech, but not that kind of free speech. But um so let me just go. Let me jump into the milestone. For those who don't know, we have a nine-year-old son. His name is Miles, and we like. To, I like to talk about the different things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's it's nothing. But uh, he's still on the computer. He, we're still slowly learning um, lunar magic. Uh, there's another program, YYCHR, that somehow allows him to edit sprites, and sprites are like I guess the enemies and characters in the game. And uh, so I'm trying to learn how to download all this kind of stuff. And But I am to the point now, I, I know how to get Lunar Magic up and running each time. Um, I was super nervous about that. And I have to give it to Miles. Um, he can be very impatient with, with the ADHD and, um, you know, just very impulsive. But he's being very polite. He's being very complimentary. He's being very appreciative of of me helping him out with the computer and Lunar Magic and trying to find videos if he because there's always something he wants to do like daddy i want to use yychr and like again he's a little kid he can't really explain what it does or what he's trying to do so all i have to all i can do is go download it try to watch the video figure out exactly what he wants to do with it so do with it so it's a lot of work it's a lot of work he he has a hard time ex explaining himself for, at, at times uh, when it when it comes to this stuff, and like I'll download something, I'll show them these videos, 
and we'll watch it for 20 minutes, and he'll go, this ain't what I wanted to do. And I'm like, God damn it. Ugh. But, uh, again, he's being very, very patient, very complimentary. Hey, Daddy, thank you so much. Can you do this? Thank you, Dad. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, that's very nice of him. He doesn't need to do that, but it just lets me know that he realizes, like, hey, this is a little frustrating for my dad. I know he doesn't know what he's doing. Him and I are alike. I need to be very complimentary and appreciative. <laughs> I know it sounds silly, but I, I do the same thing with him. When I feel like he's getting a little overwhelmed or or ramped up, hey, buddy, you're doing great. I think you, you know, you're so smart. And give him a few compliments. You know, tell him to relax, and he can focus again. And the thing is, it kind of it kind of works on me as well. So. I have to give him that, man. He's he's being he's being really good about that. Um, oh, I also bought him a um, a Super Nintendo controller, and he was like, "It's only got twelve buttons on it." I'm like, "That's a lot of buttons, man." I was like, "When that shit came out, we thought it was way too many." <laughs> I showed him a uh, an Atari uh, controller the other day. He was like, "One button? That's crazy." I was like, "Yeah, man. I saw it was. You had one little joystick and a button." Blew his mind. Had no idea. But, um, oh, I also bought, um, there, there was, I, I said it, there was no way we were going to get this computer and me not at least pretend I was going to game. Uh, I bought Insurgency Sandstorm, which is like a Milsim tactical shooter. It's, it's really dope, man. I've played the tutorial a bunch of times. Oh, not a bunch, a few times. I'm, I'm, I'm getting it down. And I know, man, the fact that I'm playing a tutorial it makes me mad. So if that made you mad, think about how mad I am. You know, trying to set my buttons up on the um, on the mouse again. You know, I, I miss it. I, I love the physics of the game. The graphics are great. The sound is great. It is everything I've always wanted when I used to play shooters when I was younger. That's what's wild about all of this. I grew up such a video game head nerd, whatever you want to call it, gamer. And like all the stuff that I talked about from a since I was a child up until I gamed until an adult, I feel like 90% of it is available now and I don't care. <laughs> I I played all the time. All the time. Not very many shooters as a kid because it really wasn't that popular. Um Goldeneye kind of Goldeneye, I can't say kind of Goldeneye took off. Um but uh, I was a big sports game player as a kid. Madden, uh, 2K, um, uh, EA Sports. I was into all that shit. I, mean, I used to buy both Madden and the NBA game every year. You know, all that shit, man. I, I would go to midnight releases for Call of Duty for, um, God damn it, what's the other one? Battlefield. I used to get all that stuff the day it came out. I used to buy a big case of beer, and just play video games all night, man. I would take leave just so I could try to level up and get to know the maps and all that stuff, man. I mean, it was a huge part of my life. That's all I did. I would club, game, play basketball. That was that was my life. Play 2K, go to the club, play basketball, <laughs> and try to look like a – and try to look like I played ball for some college or – I don't know. That was my life in my early 20s, man. And it's just, it's so cool now. They got the VR. They got, all, I mean, just all the stuff you could, I could ever want as a young kid is out now. And I'm just like, yeah, 
10 to 15 minutes into a video game, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. That sucks, man. I used to be a huge gamer. So I, I know I would like to play. The idea of playing with my friends would be great. Like uh, I've been talking to my man, Joe. We, we, uh, we used to play games back in the day all the time. Um, and I got, I got all the Discord information. And, and that, too, that's what pisses me off, man. It's just so much setup. It's so much setup. You got to get an account for everything. You got to get a Steam account. You got to get an NVIDIA account. Discord. You got to be on Reddit. You got to download all this shit. It's like, damn it, I just want to play. But um, I think once I get over the mental hurdle of setting all this shit up and I'm comfortable on the mouse again, I know what I'm doing, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's just, it's just getting there. I don't know if my desire will get me over the hump of logging into all these different websites, getting usernames, and I don't know, man. Because the idea of playing on Twitch and playing with my friends and laughing, and, and all it, it sounds great. It's exactly what I would love to do a couple nights a week. But we'll see. We'll see. But um, I, I, all right, I guess I'll get into it. It's about, I, this, is, this is about the halfway mark. Um, I'll try to go slow in order of how I feel because I, I really want to uh, kind of talk about this from a lot of different angles. So it, it might seem like I'm getting off point or at some at some points, but uh, I'm going to try to bring it all home. I didn't write any of this shit down, and um, I want to try to be as methodical and thoughtful and articulate as possible. <sighs> all right. So I'm pretty sure a lot of you or maybe none of you have seen it, but I think over the next few days, this video will become uh, a little bit more prevalent. So I'll give you the gist of the video. Um, you can even check it out. I saw it on Twitter. I'm, it'll, it'll be up everywhere sometime today, I'm pretty sure. So this happened at ASU. It's about eight minutes long. Basically, uh, there's two white guys, students at ASU. They're in the multicultural center. One guy is wearing a I did not vote for Biden shirt. And the other guy has on like uh, he has a uh, police lives matter big sticker on his laptop right on the front there. So you can see it. And he's approached by two women like, hey, you basically need to get the fuck out of here. We don't feel safe. This is a multicultural center. We don't want you out here. We got you got the sticker, the, the shirt. We ain't feeling this shit. Get out. And they go back and forth. The white guys like, well, whiteness isn't a culture. And they're like, white being white is not a culture. Da, da, da. They Back and forth. Eventually, they just get up and leave after being harassed by these guys. Now, let me, let me open by saying I feel like everybody in this video is fucking stupid. This is the environment that we have created. Now. I'm not going to pretend like this shit doesn't happen or it's not happening across, across college campuses, every, uh, not everywhere, but all, all across the country. So not at every college campus, but it's happening all around the country. Colleges, are, uh, they've always been weird, but now with technology, people like to film this stuff and it's becoming more uh, prevalent. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to give uh, these uh, who appear to be super liberal chick any any type of um, leeway, 
What they did is fucked up. We can always it's 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 always fun to talk about liberals not being inclusive and all this kind of shit. I get it. But this also happens at private Christian schools. I, I have friends that have gone to Liberty and they talk about the horrific shit that people say and do when you don't give in to their uh conservative uh, agenda and I get it. Hey, that's what and, and I know what immediately right off the bat they're gonna go. Well, you shouldn't have went there. You shouldn't have went there. You knew what that school was. Well, guess what? I spoke to a few of my college buddies. They seen this video and they kind of have the same idea and thoughts that I have. Fuck these guys. I don't feel bad for them because they know they know that it's a multicultural center. And here's the thing, people that believe in police lives matter, people that are uh, more conservative, they don't even, they don't support multicultural or, uh, or people of color spaces. They do not. And I get, they're using what they're supposed to be against them. It's supposed to be a safe environment where you can be who you are and not be harassed. I get that. But they know, we all know, what those multicultural centers are. It's a it's a liberal space. They don't want to see your shit there. Does it suck? Yeah. It does. But if I, I feel like if there was a young Christian or a young conservative group or or hall they had and you went in there with your with your super liberal agenda t-shirts and paraphernalia, you would be asked to leave. And that's the thing about people on the right. They talk about all this freedom. This is America. You can do what you want to do. You can be you. But the moment you don't agree with them, the moment you kneel during the anthem, all of a sudden your free speech becomes a problem. All of a sudden it's not a case of like, hey, I don't agree. I just, you know, I, I don't agree. I just, I just feel like um, people should be able to say what they want to say. Nope. It becomes free speech. Doesn't mean freedom of consequences. It just means that the government can't fuck with you. And they, then they will tell you how you're a piece of shit, how you hate America, how you shouldn't be saying this, how you shouldn't be saying this because it's hurting people's feelings, how their cousin served in Iraq, how my mom was a police officer, how this, my uncle was a cop, my dad was over in, in Afghanistan. Now free speech is an issue because it's affecting them. You're, it's, it's, uh, it's something that affects them personally. They have a connection to it. Now, all of a sudden, you need to be respectful. Your free speech, doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore. You need to think about my uncle, my dad, my brother, my cousin. You're not, you're not being respectful or thoughtful of them. You shouldn't say this stuff, right? But for some reason, when they go into other people's spaces and they're not welcome, they want to go, I thought you were inclusive. I, I, th I thought you were this. But you know they're not. I feel like these kids went into this, into this space with the idea of kind of exposing them for what they are and to start some shit. And to start some shit. They know the kind of reception they, weren't, they were going to get in that environment. They know what those college campuses are like. And that's what people do now. That's what they do. They want to wander into somebody else's space or they want to go and antagonize people. And then when there's something that's said to them, all of a sudden they want to act like they're being, they're the victim now. 
That's why I don't like I don't I don't respect a lot of these right wing personalities. The Ben Shapiro's, Candace Owens, Charlie Kirk. You're going to a college campus to argue with teenagers, man. You're going there to argue with a 19 year old about gender stuff. Why? For for what? Just to go viral. All you're doing is you make blue collar white guys and women mad all day at work. That's exactly what you do. That's exactly what you're doing because that's exactly what I experienced my entire time. Well, it wasn't around, but the, when this became a thing, that's all people would talk about at work. When I was in the military, they would just find, look, look at Ben Shapiro destroying this, this girl about, uh, about, uh, about white privilege. Oh, look at this. Uh, uh, ben Shapiro destroying this chick about, about gender. Look at, um, look at Candace Owens. She's letting them know that black, that black people are violent. It's just all that type of shit. That's, that's all, that's all they're doing. It's just grown men who don't have much control of the, over their lives, creaming their genes over a grown ass man yelling at a 19 year old about fucking gender. A 20-year-old about sexuality. Why the fuck do you care? It's like you're 35, you have a wife and kid, and you're going on a college campus to argue with an 18-year-old girl with blue hair about feminism? Why? And I'm telling you, man, that's exactly what happens. All those millions of views, all it is, it's just angry fucking white dudes and women just sitting at work, feeling victimized and oppressed over videos like what I saw today and all these other Ben Shapiro, Candace Owen, um, what's the guy, Louder Crowder, that's all they do. They want to sit around and feel attacked. So I feel like these guys went into this building to have something said to them so they could record it and play the victim. And I I'm it's going to be interesting to see interesting to see if people start like a ghost from me for these guys. It wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me at, by the end of the week if these guys had a, a couple hundred thousand dollars a piece for this for some reason. Somehow for some reason they're going to hand these guys a shit ton of money. It's 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 a smart play. It's a smart play. I, 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 to a degree, I fucking get it. It's like, man, we can go in here, trigger these fucking liberals, film it, have people lose their minds, and then pay us a shit ton of money. And now we don't have to worry about anything over a t shirt and a sticker on a computer. Now, what's funny to me about this too is some of the responses. One, you scroll through the video, you don't see a lot of like, hey, how did this start? What's the context of this video? Can we see the whole thing? Any other time you see any racial incident with a, where a black person filming a white person, a cop or whoever, a private citizen that's gone viral, that's one of the first comics and one of the most common comments. I want to see the whole thing. What's the context? But you see these young white kids and all of a sudden... You don't even care about the context. You're not even asking, asking to see context. What happened before the video? You don't even want to know. You just you just see this video and go, oh, this is fucked up. They're the victims. What happened to you wanting to see more context? 
more video. What happened before? What was said? Do we have the whole story? No. People just see this and go, victims. These guys are these guys are the victims here. Like I said before, they're all shitty people. No one should feel that emboldened to just walk up to you, walk up to you and say some shit like that. And you shouldn't be going in there knowing that it's going to cause a problem. And another thing that I noticed in these in these comments that bothered me, or I can't say it really bothered me, but I noticed that was pretty funny, is the number of people that are like, that's right, guys, stand your ground, don't apologize, be who you are, stay there. They should have never left because eventually they end up leaving. They shouldn't have left. They should have stayed. They shouldn't have left. They shouldn't have stayed. And you get these comments. I, I took this one out. And it says, and remember that the guys presumably have to pay for the privilege of experiencing, experiencing this derangement. Now, see, they can understand this type of harassment when it's them. They see these young white dudes being harassed, and it's just like, oh, this is bullshit. But there are countless videos of black people and people of color being harassed in their own homes. There was a black dude killed in his own home by a cop. Y'all remember that story? And people still trying to justify this. Oh, she thought she was in her, in her apartment. How? This woman goes to the wrong floor, opens the wrong door, sees a dude eating ice cream on his own couch, shoots and kills him because she thinks she's in her apartment and people want to let this woman off because they said she made a mistake. Because she's a cop. A white cop at that. Killed in his own home. He did absolutely nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. And there are people who are still like, well, she really thought she was in there. It should be no question. No one should be on her side. No one. Absolutely no one should be on her side. But yet, there were still people on her side. We get questioned about our whereabouts all the time. Hey, is this your home? Do you belong to this neighborhood? People are harassed in their, on their own property, in, in their own cars. All the time. All these videos. Well, I need to see more. Well, hey, you know what? If you just comply, just show your ID. Just do this. Let them in. Let them take a look around. Let them do that. Basically saying, hey, you know what? Don't argue. Let these people violate your rights. But they can clearly see the bullshit in this video. But when it comes to black people being harassed, all of a sudden, it's just like, eh. How many videos have you seen where some, some random person come up to a black person at a hotel? Hey, let me see your room key. Room key. Do you belong here? Why are you over here at the pool? People in their own buildings. At their gyms in their buildings, at their pools in their buildings, asking if they belong there. They pay rent there. And then you see these comments. I can't believe people are triggered over, over a sticker. I just watched so many people were in this area where I live at had their political signs torn out of their yard. Biden signs torn out of the yard. Shot up. But you would tell those people, hey, you just need to be aware of where you're living. You see black people get harassed by their neighbors. Hey, man, maybe you should move. Take, won't you just take down the BLM flag? Take down the LGBT flag? Take down this. 
well, maybe you shouldn't you shouldn't have this outside or maybe you should change that. We you're always asking people to change to cater to you to make you feel comfortable. But when the shoe is on the other foot, absolutely not. This is this is America. I can do what I want to do, either either deal with it or not. But when people do it to you, all of a sudden it's being shoved down your throat. You're being forced to do something. You're being forced to to uh to comply with X, Y, and Z or to be accepting of this, that, and the third. No matter what it is, whatever you don't like, it's being shoved on you. It's being forced down your throat. This is the environment that we've created. This is the overcorrection. Both sides in this, in this shitty video are going to try to play the victim here. But I will say I do not feel bad for these guys in the least bit. I do not. I do not extend olive branches to people who would not acknowledge the shit that I go through and other black people go through. I, I, I just can't do it. Does it suck? Yeah. Should it happen? Absolutely not. But I'm not I'm not gonna stand for these. I'm not gonna stand for these dudes. I'm not gonna come to their aid and go, hey man. No, I don't feel bad. I think they went there with the intent of starting trouble. And they, they got what they wanted. And they all look fucking stupid. But they know there's a possibility they're going to get paid or they're going to get popular somehow from doing this. I, I, I just don't feel bad, man. I, I can't. It's going to be interesting to see how far this goes. If Maybe people won't even care. But I, I, just, I, I, just, I just can't. And, and, it's, and it's stuff like, like, these, like these comments about how Oh, these these guys pay for this treatment. Think about that. Can you imagine paying for that? Paying to go to that school and being treated like that? Could you imagine buying a three, four hundred thousand dollar house, even more? A I mean, a, a house over a half a million dollars. You know, you worked your ass off to to afford a home like that, to be able to send your kids to a nice school, a nice safe neighborhood, and then to have people tell you you don't belong there, having the police called on you, having people knock on your door, having people bother you. People don't want you in that neighborhood. And these same people that feel bad for these college kids are just like, hey, man, you just got to learn to deal with it or just, or just move. Take down your, like I said, take down your BLM flag. Take down your Obama shit. Take down your Biden stuff. You don't have to give your opinion. Meanwhile, they got the don't tread on me. They got their Trump shit. They got the blue lives matter. They got all their all their stuff up. And that the thing is, we got to deal with that. Hey, you got to know where you're living, buddy. But they also love free speech. And they don't like censorship. Very interesting. This is going to be uh, uh, this is going to be fun to see this unfold online. I can't wait to argue with more people about this. Um, like I said, I, I I don't agree with it, but I do not feel bad. I I, I just I, I I can't feel bad for a group of people who can watch a video. Uh, black people be harassed, uh, beat, and, and sometimes killed by police officers, and be like, eh, he should have complied, or watch someone blatantly be racist. And then blame the black person for the interaction, telling them they should leave, be the bigger person. They don't do that shit. Look at those comments. You, you can find that tweet. You can find the tweet. Look at the comics. 
Stand your ground. Be strong. Fight, fight, fight. Black people, hey, you know, don't argue with them. Just walk away. Be the bigger person. You do not see that shit, man. White conservative people do not back down. They do not walk away. They do not apologize. So do I, I, I'm a big, I treat people how they want to, how they treat others. You're going to get none of that from me when I'm dealing with a person like that. If you don't back down, I won't back down. If you don't want to apologize, I'm not going to apologize because I've done it in the past. I've tried to extend the olive branch to people like that and go, hey, you know what? This ain't right. What they should do, this, that, and the third. You know, people should, nope, no more of that from me. That's not going to happen. I'm, I'm done being the bigger person. They always put it off on us to be the bigger person. And when the shoe is on the other foot, that, that favor is not returned. So guess what, Mr. Chris Allen? I'm done with it. I don't feel bad for these guys. All, everyone in that video looked like a fucking complete dumbass. That's where we are. But until we really start being honest with people and honest about our past and who we are, it's not going to go away. If anything, it's going to get worse. All right. There's the show. That's the show. You guys have a great weekend. I'm out. Peace.